0: You're listening to Infinite TBR, the podcast where we try not to buy more books. I'm Smack. And I'm Gabby. Spoiler alert! We're going to avoid major spoilers, and when we can, warn when we're going to discuss a particular book in detail, so you can avoid that part of the episode. You can also check the show notes for time-stamped flags identifying potential spoilers. (laughs) Okay, when we left off last time... We were about to celebrate book crawl days <laughs> And no one calls it that but you. I know no one calls it that but mm. The rest of us call it Independent Bookstore Day or San Diego's Independent Bookstore Crawl. See how unwieldy that is? It's Abbreviated <laughs> to book crawl, which is a lot less unwieldy. It's only book crawl-a-days if you ask to take a day off of work. I did ask to take a day off of work, and it turned out to be the wrong day. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> forgot about it. Because I thought it would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because that's, like, a normal yes. long weekend thing to do. I just thought off. that for a bit. And then it turned out to be Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Which, which is, is absurd. still irritates me. <laughs> Who does that on a Monday? On the other hand, it ended up working great for me because it meant that I could take Friday. Oh no, this was the backwards. Originally, I thought the same thing, and I thought it was going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I still was going to take Monday off and be like, reading day. Yeah. And that didn't happen. I was exhausted on Monday. Mm-hmm. I should. If I had known I would be that tired. I mean, we did it all in we two days. We did it, yeah. We did it we Saturday went to, and Sunday. It 11 bookstores? 11 bookstores. 11 bookstores in two days. That's still so much. <laughs> so awesome. And it was a lot of fun. But, oh, yeah. like, like I knew by Sunday afternoon, like, I was getting real tired. But, like, I did not realize the crash that would ensue. <laughs> I was so useless on Monday. Okay, so now we're recording notes to future selves <laughs> yeah. a year from now.
1: The Definitely take the day
0: after, after yeah. off. Oh, possibly also take the day before off. If you're rich enough a year yeah. from now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how rich future Gabby and future <laughs> Smack are. So we don't. We didn't have to go to 11 bookstores, though. But the way it yes, works... Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> okay. But we didn't actually have to. We just did. We just did. <laughs> so the way it works is that there are 11 bookstores. And after you go to one or two, you get a pin, right? Yeah, I think the first step was sticker. Oh, you get a sticker, and then you get a pin, and then after eight bookstores, you get a tote bag. No, tote bag was five or was four. It? Four or five. Because we kept having to push it, because right. no one had the tote bags. Eight was fancy enamel pin. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's a tote bag, an adorable enamel pin of a raccoon surrounded by books. So cute. By a local artist who does a different pin for every one of these every year. And then the grand prize this year was a 3d printed glow-in-the-dark little statue it's like two or three inches tall and it's of an open book yeah on a pedestal and it does say something on it and i forget what it says it it took me a while to figure out that it said something (laughs) so i didn't realize it said anything until the next day but it does say 2022 ultimate book crawler we are the Ultimate book crawler. And it glows blue instead of that like usual greenish yellow. Oh, and yeah. that that just delights me so much. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> at the last place when they handed us these things. I don't know about you, but the woman at the cash register handed me the, the thing and was like, the bathroom is right there. Go in there and yes. turn off the light and <laughs> see this <it> glow. <laughs> Which was lovely and adorable. It was. It was definitely very excellent. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. I really liked everyone at that bookstore. They were really excited and lovely. But that was the end! That was the end. We're going to start at the beginning. Start bright and early on Saturday morning at Warwick's in In... La Jolla. For those who don't know, La Jolla is one of the richer neighborhoods in San Diego. And Warwick's has been there a long time. Mm. They're like a La Jolla institution, practically. I saw Tamora Pierce there in, like, 2003. They do really. Super exciting. Probably the most exciting thing to ever happen in Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. According to us. Yes. Warwick's is a really lovely in our store. And, and they're more than a bookstore in that, like, when I got there, I knew I wasn't going to buy a book. Well, the other rule you have to know about <laughs> is that so when you go to one of these stores, you have to spend a minimum of $5 for them to stamp your quote unquote passport, mm-hmm. which is just a list of all the bookstores. And so I knew ahead of time that when I went to Warwick's, so I was going to get some fancy pens. Oh, yeah, because, like, half the store is just, like, a beautiful, like, they have, like, a like leather-working office... or... Do they really? Not leather-working. What is it? They have, like... It's, like, an a office counter. supply store. It's an office supply store, but there's, like, a counter where you oh, can yeah, get yeah. fancy stuff done, and I don't know... Like, literally everything from, like, novelty paper clips yep. to wax for, like... Oh, yeah, the seals. Yeah. <laughs> so that part's and, really cool. Yeah. That's um, one of the unique things about Warwick's. And I knew that the books that I would be most likely to find were like nonfiction bestsellers that I was looking for that right. I could find at other stores if yeah. I needed something for that other store. Yeah. Like um, I ended up getting a cute little children's book called Where's the Narwhal <laughs> for one of my nibblings, where it's just a felt flap thing and then that's where I got all of my like marine themed notebooks and a cute little whale tail box so it's that kind of place but I guess Warwick's had this separate promotion going on where if you bought a book you got to pick another book from this cart they set aside oh yeah and Uh, the woman who rang me up with my two (laughs) little pens they were nice pens but I only bought two pens and For the $5. She, yeah. And I was like, I need you to stamp my thing. And she was like, no, you have to buy a book. And I was like, no, I don't. No, you don't. No, I don't. I have to give you money, and I gave you money. <laughs> yep. And she was quite put out to find out that I was right. <laughs> Which <laughs> was... sort of exemplifies La Jolla. Yeah. That's like, definitely the La Jolla vibe. And it's not even like, it's, it's a money thing. Yeah. It's a money thing. Although they did have this very cool sign that said, buy books from people who sell books, not who colonize space. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I appreciated that. Yeah. So it's still an independent bookstore. Yeah. If you're in La Jolla, it's definitely worth, like, oh, a yeah. wander. If I lived within walking distance, I would... It would be a problem. Oh, yeah. It would be a problem. <laughs> for sure. Mostly because, like, not only is it a bookstore, but they do have all the other, like, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to comb it for whale stuff regularly. And there was quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I looked. And then I was like, she's not going to have any trouble finding anything. And I was really sad, though, because the year we went before this, so two years ago, they had, like, a killer whale puzzle box. And I was so sure they'd just have those again. And they didn't. So I didn't get that. That's so sad. I know. Two years ago? We didn't... Whenever... Before the last one before that pandemic, yeah, must have been 2019. So 2020 they canceled it, and 2021 was right. virtual, Remember right? Right. That? I did all my damage on the virtual one at Mysterious Galaxy. Surprise. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think actually I did. I tried to get one from each of the stores mm-hmm. again, and you had a lot of trouble doing it. Yeah, although the main problem was that Warwick's tried to send me my book, and then it got lost in the mail. And then they wouldn't do anything about it. I remember <laughs> that. That was that was fun. Yes. <laughs> yep. Good time. So that well, was Warwick. Yeah, we went to Warwick's first. We and everyone else on the planet, apparently, because Warwick's was the first to open. Yeah. But then we came south to North. We went north. North. Nope, you're Diesel. right, north. <laughs> Northward. <Northridge laughs> I had Diesel. a nap this afternoon. <laughs> we, I wish I had a nap this afternoon was in a brand new bookstore for both of us. Mm-hmm. And you'd think with a name like Diesel it would be like kind of punkish, yeah. rough, edgy. It is the most charming aesthetic inside that I have ever seen in a bookstore. Ever. I mean, that might be an exaggeration. <laughs> with but with it's the 3rd Galaxy and verbatim on the list. Okay, verbatim is very charming. But like everything's like bright and cheery That's and true. cursive on the inside. Yes. And I just the dissonance still drives me round the bend. <laughs> Between the name and the uh, yeah, type of yeah. thing. There is a very excellent whale fountain. Outside. Yeah, made of, like, driftwood. Mm-hmm. Pretty freaking cool. It took us a while to figure out what it was. Yeah, we walked by it, like, <laughs> twice before we were like, that is a whale. And I caught out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, oh, there's a silhouette over there that looks like a whale. And then we looked up, and it was very much a whale. So it's it's a cute little store. It's right next to one of the best ice cream yeah. shops I've ever been to. was it called, Hannah's? Yeah. yeah. That was good. ice cream. And weirdly affordable, and they do not hold back giving you ice cream. I thought I was going to... Sp- like, I've never had a cone of ice cream that was so tall. Me neither. It was terrifying. It was incredible. <laughs> a perfect San Diego institution. <laughs> yes. And, and then we headed back south to mm-hmm. UCSD. The, yes, the UCSD bookstore, mm-hmm. which is also where all the students buy their textbooks. It's very odd. It's very odd, and Amazon, it's literally growing on them like a tumor. And that big chunk got allocated for, like, Amazon pickups, and it was very trans, Yeah, it's it's a weird setup. Mm. So that's a better place, you were saying, for books written by faculty or books that you're going to need for school. Right. Although I mean, like I feel like over the last however many years it's been, they haven't improved their YA offering. Yeah, which I didn't like expect. It. Like the bookstore where we went for undergrad was very much a like branded apparel and knickknacks, quote unquote. Oh yeah, but the UCSD bookstore is actually like a bookstore. <laughs> you can get like new. Science fiction and fantasy stuff. Now you have me trying to remember, what was at the UCSB bookstore? Nothing fantastic. There um, can't have been, or I would have been there more often. Yeah, I was always disappointed by books when I walked in there. Mm. So, while we were there, I got a great nonfiction book that turns out to be by faculty by Barbara F. Walter called How Civil Wars Start and How to Stop Them. I didn't realize she was faculty here. Yeah, there was a thing oh. in the paper right not right before but like two weeks before book crawl gotcha. interviewing her and i had forgotten she was local but i saw that in the bookstore and i was like that's actually on my list <laughs> so cheerful and cheerful read and it's been staring at me <laughs> in this room <laughs> for weeks it's, now. it's it's at eye level <laughs> it also looks very ominous whoever designed the cover did a good job making it look very ominous yes I got, in contrast, an adorable little graphic novel manga called Cat Massage Therapy. Oh, I remember that. By Haru Hisakawa, and it's about a guy who's stressed out and goes to massage therapy plays run by cats, and they... And this is not a euphemism. No. Literally. They're just literally cats. I actually haven't read the whole thing, but I started it, and they're just adorable cats, (laughs) and they walk on your back, And do the kneading thing, and then you're relaxed, because that's how cats are. You did show me the beginning. That guy was very stressed. I felt him in my (laughs) soul. (laughs) I also want to go to a massage therapy place where cats can just walk Walk all all over over me, me. and then curl up and purr. That's not a bad business model. I mean, that's pretty much my home, but (laughs) it's only one cat. And she has claws. And she has claws. But she's a good purr. She is a little bellows. She is. Precious. So where did we go after UCST? Then we went much more south. And we went to La Playa, which is in Point Loma. Yeah. And they're adorable, but not in plague times. (laughs) (laughs) It is very cramped in there. They have these massive bookshelves that go all the way up to the ceiling. And they're placed very close together. I kept I have a large purse. So like <laughs> I kept like begging people and stuff. It was super crowded. I'd say it was the most crowded place we visited. Yeah.
1: And um. there were
0: very few masks and we stood mm. in line for a while and I was I was nervous. Yeah. But it turned out okay. Yeah. And I picked up a like at first I was like very overwhelmed because my go-to sections, the YA, and science fiction, yeah, fantasy. Yeah, in the far back corner. In the far back corner. And they didn't have... They should have had a circuit, yes, like a arrows have. and having people rotate. Yeah. So that you could only go one way. That would have helped yes. a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, I, like, usually I love their vibe. I love, like, I don't mind close-quartered bookstores. And yeah. And all the stacks, there's something about it that, like... Very nice vibe, but not. Yeah, I mean, if we'd been under like the fire limit, like it would have been a lot yeah. better. <laughs> it... <laughs> and I sort of happened upon this great nonfiction book that's been on my to acquire list for a long time called "The Woman Who Would Be King." That's about Hatshepsut. Oh yeah, in ancient Egypt. And that yes. was a new one, too, right? No. Oh. It was a $7 secondhand in per- almost perfect condition. I was going to say, it looks like it's in great condition. I am very pleased with it. That one is by Kira Cooney. Hmm. I do eye that every time I walk by it. You are welcome to borrow it. I it's don't not read like non big often, but I'm like, what if I did, though? Yeah, that one, I'm not going to, like, get to it anytime soon. Mostly I'm just very pleased to own it. Mm. To have access. Yes. <laughs> That's why we do this. Yes. Uh. <laughs> because we are greedy. Because <laughs> we're little dragons. Instant access to anything that might ever fleetingly appeal. Yes. <laughs> we need our whims satisfied immediately. I ended up getting uh, The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet by Becky oh, Chambers there. I have that on ebook. But I think it was a new Copy or it was priced almost. Yeah. It was. It's hard to tell in the playa what is new and what is not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's very obvious that it's a secondhand book. Yes, yeah. and sometimes it is not. But in general, I do like their vibe. That was another one where the last time we were there in twenty nineteen, they had these beautiful, a beautiful set of Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah. And it was one one of the copies where, like, if you have them all together, it makes a picture when the spines are lined yeah. up. Yeah. And I was like, I need it. And like, it was actually very reasonably super priced. Super leather-bound, gorgeously. I don't think they're leather. Really? Yeah. Or if they are, it's covered up by the paper making the picture. That's mm, probably it. Yeah. But I think it's, like, it's enormous, it's annotated, it's, like, three-volume thing, and it's, like, everything. And then it was very reasonably priced for what it was, and you passed that. And I passed. Because reasonably priced for what it was is not the same thing as within my budget, <laughs> necessarily. But it was a very good deal, and I wish I had taken advantage of it. But here we are. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> and then we ended at our fate day- That day. That day. No, we didn't. We, we thought. We, we planned had, to We end. originally planned to end our first day at Mysterious Galaxy because, like, stopping after four bookstores is totally reasonable. Five. 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 Out of 11. Yeah. So we did great. I tried to hold up 11 fingers and it didn't <laughs> <go>. <laughs> Somebody didn't get their nap. I didn't get my nap. Oh. Well. Well. And there, as always, I went nuts and got all sorts oh yeah, okay, I did. (laughs) I got Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. Right, with the orc lady on the cover. Which ended up being serendipitous timing because I think they've, I don't know if they've pulled them, but they've, they're reprinting it. So now it's like suddenly not available because they're going to like re-release it for reasons. Like it got picked up by a big publisher, I think. Wow. Good Something that. like that. I know, yeah. So that's exciting that I got it <laughs> before that happened. <laughs> um, you talked me in getting Spear by Nicola Griffith. Yes, I sure did. You sure, sure did. I got my Stealing Thunder and Gifting Fire. Wow. By Lena Boyden. You did go nuts. I did go nuts. And then that scored me, I don't know why, I thought this, maybe this was just... Um, did you have like... Cashback or whatever they call it. No, I don't get the cash back because I get the military discount year-round. Working for the feds. Heckin' yeah! But I also ended up with The Stone Girls Story by Sarah Beth Durst, and I think that was just available for a discount, and then you could pick a free book off the Ark shelf. By the time we got there, the Ark shelf was oh, yeah. pretty picked over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I just got *The House on Hallowed Ground* by Nancy Cole Silverman, which I think is more of a mystery mm. type thing, like something I don't, I would never have picked up right. otherwise. But it was the best of what was. I there. didn't even pick anything up off <laughs> the shelf at that point. There was no point. I got a couple of books. I got the sequel to Hall of Smoke* by H.M. Long, which I have not actually oh, read. That's right. I remember you picked that up, and I was like, "Oh, have you actually read it?" And you were like, "Nope." And I was like, "Cool." <laughs> She <laughs> got very nervous. <laughs> Excited and nervous. Yeah. I mean, I, I make that plunge a lot more often than you do. I used it's to, also I only used to a it... duology. Oh, like, like, then yeah. Yeah, so there's not like a huge. That's much less of a risk. Yeah. <laughs> future Gabby here to let Future Smack know that it would have been less of a risk, but joke's on you because it sure is not a duology, and there are going to be at least four books in that series. So, enjoy that plunge, and now our listeners at least are forewarned. (laughs) So, the the sequel's called Temple of No God, it's by H.M. Long, and there's a blurb from Claire LeGrand on the front, and I am a fan of Claire LeGrand. They are pretty Yeah, they're just gorgeous books. The first one has a giant owl on the front, and the second one has this giant moth on the front, and they're just, they're just really pretty. (laughs) Megan and I were at Barnes & Noble the other week, because of course we were, and we were commenting on, you know how for like a year there were a whole bunch of books coming out with snakes on the cover? Yeah. Now we've noticed a lot of books have birds on the cover. Really? Mostly corvids, but... Interesting. A very interesting trend and also a very fun game to play. I bet. You know, I've, I've been looking at like a lot of pre made covers, mm-hmm. which are covers that like independent designers create and then you can buy them as is, and they're a lot cheaper than getting like a custom cover right. designed. And so many of the ones I've seen with no people on them have snakes on them. Oh. So. There's a curve somewhere. Like a market lag or something. Yes, but like I have no idea how long they've been like for sale. Right. So, who knows? Mm. But I have noticed that. Lots and lots of snakes. <laughs> snakes and birds! Yes. Where are the whales, guys? They're coming in a couple years. Yes! Um, It'll be my time. I gotta say, though, if they do that with wolves, though, I'm gonna be pretty pissed because <gasps> most of them... Most of the books that have wolves on the cover are not actually about wolves or werewolves. That's really sad. Very often, there's like a deep, dark forest. And wolves are the representation of a deep, dark forest. Yep. Well, that's BS. But my other book at Mysterious Galaxy, which I didn't actually have to pay for. I got to use the Mysterious Galaxy rewards. Yeah, the loot. Where (laughs) every $100 you spend, you get $10 back the following year. So I spent a small fortune on them last year, <laughs> but drawn out. Yeah, over we twelve months, which is probably better for them. Probably, I certainly couldn't you kept do them it alive. in one month. <laughs> There's no way it would work in one month. <laughs> it would be rough in six months. <laughs> so anyway, I had all this money for free books, and I found a mystery. Called Once There Were Wolves. Does that involve by wolves? Charlotte McConaughey? And yes it does. It's also sign. Sign. Yes. It's it's this woman who is like going to study wolves in Scotland because they're being reintroduced which is like okay yeah <laughs> can I have that job can we have that job well, I think there's a murder so we might not oh, want it but we like want that job. yeah. so it's, it's trying to figure out if either the wolves did it or a human did it definitely a human did it yeah probably I, I certainly hope so I'm gonna be very disappointed if yeah. the wolves did do it <laughs> all unacceptable. But there's also this aspect of, like, trying to keep the humans from blaming the wolves out of hand. Because that happens. All the time. Yep. All the time. Although I read earlier today that apparently they have sort of a boar problem in the areas around Rome and Italy. I wonder why. (laughs) But that the growing native population of wolves could help a lot with that. It sure could! Which... That's what top predators are for. Exactly. And boars are scary. (laughs) They'll mess you up. Well, that sounds incredible. Yeah. I was... That was probably the most exciting nonfiction article I've read in a while. (laughs) Wolves everywhere. Yes. I think. If wolves can't be their whales... Yes. ...is the solution to everything. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So while we were there and Gabby went nuts, we realized we weren't actually as tired as we expected to be. So we decided to hit up another bookstore. Mm -hmm. So we moved over to Blue Stocking, which is in North Park, South Park, something like that. One of the parks. I think it's North Park. It's on Fifth Ave. Which is a pretty hip area. Hillcrest. Hillcrest. Oh, Hillcrest is also fairly hip. Yes chic these days. Oh, so chic. <laughs> so chic, so hip. I just didn't want to say hip twice. But you have two of them. <laughs> so yeah, blue stocking. It's quite small. Yeah. And the inventory fluctuates, I would say. it's It's very much like a it relies on its secondhand books more than anything else, I think. It, I feel like that's how it used to be. It used to be more of a secondhand bookstore, and now I remember this time there was, like, a whole shelf or two of Game of Thrones stuff, and... There, yeah, there were a lot of, like... And a lot the, of it was new. Like, there were a lot of new books in the sci-fi fantasy section. I feel like I picked up more new books than I picked up used Not, like, books. recent, necessarily, but new copies. Yeah, new copies, yeah. yeah. So. Do you remember what you got? Um, I, yeah, they, so Blue Stoggy has a very weird queer section, which is a very generous way to describe <laughs> that section. They have, like, a bookshelf of older gay books and then a separate bookshelf of older lesbian books. And they do seem... They seemed older? I don't know if it's just, like, before the queer umbrella was reclaimed or what. But anyway, the way they set it up is weird. But I did end up getting Subtle Blood by K.J. Charles, which is the third in that... That trilogy. Like, Will Darling trilogy. I talked you into that. I remember that now. You didn't have to talk me into that. I was like, nothing else here is (laughs) that appealing. And and it'd be nice to support, while I'm at it, support a queer author, so... Future Gabby here again with a quick clarification. It turns out that if KJ Charles is queer, she is not at least internet out. She just writes a lot of queer fic. Now you have an excuse to track down the other two. Oh, yeah. So we were at Blue Stocking, and then we checked out, and they didn't have the tote bag. Because at that point, Mysterious Galaxy and Blue Stocking had run out which was, like, the fifth?
1: Yeah, something yeah. like that. So once you
0: hit your fifth store, you were supposed to get a tote bag, but the tote bags were evenly distributed between all the stores. So some stores ran out faster than others. Like, Warwick's had them all day, apparently, because everyone went to Warwick's first. Mm-hmm. So Mysterious Galaxy didn't have a tote bag. They're really nice about it, though. They yes. felt really terrible. <laughs> and then this woman at Blue Stockings was like, give me your phone number, and I will text you when we get more in. Oh, yeah, She right. was lovely. And she did. But by that (laughs) that point, we had already tracked more down the following morning. But so, we finished at Blue Stockings, and then we were like, well, we're still not that tired. We're we're still so energized. (laughs) Let's go to another one. And then we went to Verbatim, Verbatim, which is in North Park. Oh, I was close. You were close. It's not like Hillcrest and North Park are all that far apart. No. So, and Verbatim is this... Gorgeous two-large room area. It's so pretty. I think we both landed on this as our second favorite. After Mysterious Cops. But, like, I don't think... Like, we went in until <laughs> one... It blows my mind a little bit <laughs> still. Because it's, like, these two separate gigantic rooms with, like, 30, 20-foot ceilings. Yeah, and I forgot you didn't realize the second half of the room was there. Or the I second had room no was there. idea. So you thought the one was all the space there was. But also, like... But also that was impressive in and of itself. It was a massive space. There were lots of, like, antique chairs and stuff Mm -hmm. sitting around, and there was this whole ginormous 20-foot-long display on the back wall with books spelling out verbatim books. And then you go into the other room, which means you have to go back towards the front and around the cash register area and then back again. And that's where all their massive shelves are. And that's the only one I had ever seen before. That's the only. Like, that's. I didn't. Last time we went to Verbatim. Oh. I had no idea the the other, like, gorgeous room was there. So you 100% missed out. So you went, only realized the one room was there in 2019. Uh This time you thought the other room was there. And it's been three years. Right. So I, like, hadn't or forgotten. Got it. It's. I'm still reeling. (laughs) There's also a very gorgeous mural on the outside. Oh, yeah. Just, like, the brightest, most colorful bookshelves with, not dragons, dinosaurs all over them. Dinosaurs. There were some dragons on there. There were some dragons, but mostly dinosaurs. They also had some really cool art for sale inside, Mm -hmm. where there are these very, like, stereotypical, like, beach scenes and watercolor and... Soft blue waves, and then at the top somebody has painted in yep. a massive angry dragon. <laughs> and it's awesome. It was. It was a very, like, inartistic choice I've never seen before, <laughs> and I was very in love with that whole like, I was, paint a normal thing, and then slap a UFO in there. I'm pretty sure I've seen copies of those prints, like, in my grandmother's home. No. <laughs> so, like, it's a thing. I think, well, I think they just, they didn't paint them themselves. They bought, like, cheap Landscapes. Oh, and then added. Oh, you think this is a dual artist effort? Not coordinated. Well, I don't at think the between the artists. No, yeah. not, not <laughs> the First artists between. would be really pleased, but <laughs> and they do pretty much all used books. I think, or if they had new books, I don't remember. They didn't have a very significant presence. I got it. They do trades. Yeah, so did I. But I didn't. I wasn't really looking. To see if they if they had new, right. I didn't stumble across the new books as often as I did at some of the other used bookstores. Yeah, they do a you can sell them your used books probably for like pennies on the dollar. Sure. I don't uh, care. That is where care. I will be going to get rid of the books that I don't want that cannot go to the sirens donation pile. Yay! What kind of books can't go to the sirens donation? Pile? Books by men, right. mostly. <laughs> is um, books that aren't. Overtly feminist is not stuff they would necessarily care about. Amazing. Sirens, I mean, right, right? Duh. And like, I have a couple of books I bought during the pandemic because I was like independent author <laughs> that just weren't very good. Oh. So tragic. Yeah, those can
1: move go away. Yes, yeah.
0: get those panties. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, we that were was like, Saturday. That was Saturday. Because we finished there, and I finished a lot earlier, and I was sitting, and and I was so tired. The stores were closed, and so were our brains. Yes. Yes. By that point, we had hit our limit. Thank God. (laughs) So we went back to your place for a while and hung out, and just sort of... I don't remember what we did. I think we were gonna read, but I was just too... I just sat on your couch and stared into space. (laughs) I'm just going to point out, while we're sitting here, did you see that Once There Were Wolves has a blurb by Emily St. John? I sure did. (laughs) The cover of this book. It makes me laugh. (laughs) The Emily St. John Wendell thing. I saw her name, and I was like, she didn't write that. She did not. But she liked it. Yes, I guess she liked it. (laughs) So funny. Okay, anyway, that was Saturday. And then Sunday. Sunday. It was bright and early. I was not a happy <laughs> camper. We, we started at the southernmost yes. bookstore. And you live in...
1: Visit- practically
0: in North, north County. County. Yeah, like, it's, it's still technically the city of San Diego, but it's, like, mm. as far north as you can get. Yeah, without- and still be a yeah. city of San Diego. So the northernmost point to the southernmost point of San Diego County, probably close enough. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Um, And Coronado is also a very rich, swanky neighborhood. Coronado is like, I was going to say, it's the richest, but I think Rancho Santa Fe might be the richest. But it's like top three for sure. I was going to say, I would guess like Del Mar or Torrey Pines or... Del Mar is definitely above Torrey Pines and Coronado is definitely above Del Mar. Coronado is for rich folks. And it's across the San Diego Bay, so you actually have to drive... On a bridge to get Yay. there. I think I'm the only person I know who enjoys this. I used to, and it made me very nervous this time because, so, guardrails are very normal size. Oh yeah, if you if you do not drive straight, you go off that bridge. Yeah, I was taken aback by how lax <laughs> <laughs> all do that do. was. <laughs> So, um, and, like, you have to park in the middle of a residential area to find any free parking yep. in not. Everything costs a fortune. Yep. They do have a very charming diner near Baybuck, so I went a little early to go to this, like, very classic-style diner. where you We know, probably they... left our homes at the same time. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> and yet I had time to go and park and eat a whole breakfast oh and get my coffee topped up. Many times before I need it. Go and, and go to the bookstore and buy something. <laughs> Did I buy it before you? Yes. Ooh. No. Yes. No. Yes. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think so. I remember, mostly I just, I got Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> you like, came in right after me and dove because I, I was messing around and I was looking for all the political nonfiction books and then I spotted the YA section and then I finally went over to the fantasy and science fiction section and it was very small. Yep. <laughs> and there were very few options that were particularly agreeable. So But they did <laughs> have more variants. They by didn't Ruby by Dixon. the time I got there. <laughs> this is by Ruby Dixon. It's been on both of our And we've talked about it in the past. This is the one with the wild paperback cover. That will have been part of our genre stigma bonus episode, which, as of this recording, isn't out yet, but will hopefully be out before this episode is released. (laughs) (laughs) So... You will probably also know what we're talking about. Future Gabby again. So the original plan was to publish our genre stigma episode on the first, and that obviously didn't happen for various reasons. So that is still pending, and I know you're simply on the edge of your seat, but I promise you will get to hear all about the cover of Ice Planet Barbarians soon. This this is a homemade operation, folks. (laughs) like... And it shows! <laughs> so, you got there. Ice and Barbarians was on my list, Sorry. because I am so curious about it, Isar. That? That's okay. I think my they... books are your books. <laughs> <laughs> also, the ebook's much cheaper, I think. Although, the the pairback, you were saying, it has, like, new epilogues. Yeah. yeah some Bonus place. content yeah, of yeah. some sort. Right. So, I get to the science fiction and fantasy section, and I'm looking it over... And there's only one book that I had any interest in, and I had been trying not to buy it because it was hardcover and very short. Oh, yeah. And it's Nettle and Bone by T. Kingfisher, and it came out in, like, May of this year, and it's so good. Well, it must have come out in April. That's true. (laughs) 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 Because that's when Book crawl was. But it had just come out. And then I read it immediately, which never happens. I read a book right after it came out. What? What? It was Yay. so. Good. I read it twice. It was so good. You wouldn't let me take it because you were I like, know. "No, I must read this twice." Yes. Yeah. And now it's on the snack shelf, and I haven't I'm read Gabby's it yet. Gabby's snack shelf. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was so good. So I got lucky with that one. Bay Books was a little weird because. Their organizational scheme was just kind of bonkers. Yeah, like Like, what they they decided was giddy in the ninth in the YA section, which is not where I would have put it. There were little things like that. Also, we were like we we stood in the YA section, going, "That one's not YA. That (laughs) one's not YA." And then eventually, I was like, "Well, maybe somebody shelved the gay books in the YA section," (gasps) which I suspect might have been the case, but I can't like it's Coronado's that kind of place. Yeah. Who Very small, subversive X. But anyway, so I grab my limbo, Bone, I go to the cash register, and I'm, like, right up there, paying. And you come up out of nowhere, and oh. you're like, you need to get your tote bag! You need to get your tote bag! And I was not fully awake. And I was just like, what is she? I thought that's what I'm doing! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have all the coffee. <laughs> oh, my God. And it turns out I got the last tote bag. Yeah! Everyone oh, yeah, Then, yeah, I must have checked out because. Mm-hmm. I mean, you grabbed it, the Ice Planet Barbarians and went straight to the register because you Uh-oh. knew we were in Coronado so early to get our tote bag. Uh-oh. And I was still messing around. This is all coming back to me now, yeah. I know. It was a long morning. It was. That so was a morning. <laughs> and I didn't have to go nearly as far as you did. Yeah. And I was caffeinated. Unlike now. Uh, <laughs> it's too late in the day for caffeine. <laughs> it's true. And then we moved up to Book Catapult. First we had... Did we have brunch before? I don't think so. Because we got there... Because I remember I was oh, sitting right. on we the bench outside while it, it was... Okay. And it was while it was opening. And the guy the guy who opened the door was hilarious. He was very helpful and sweet. I liked whoever, whoever was... I don't know if it was the owner or he just happened to be running the register that day, but he was very excellent, very helpful, without being like overly pushy, kind of thing. And so, book catapult is in South Park, right? Another park. Another park. We got a lot of park. Well, we have two. We have Balboa Park, and then we have have three—the neighborhoods around Balboa Park. So the neighborhood south of Balboa is called South Park. Yes, it is in South Park. Okay. And I don't know if I'll ever find this again, but going from Bay Books in Coronado to Book Catapult in South Park, and we were driving separate cars Mm -hmm. at this point, so there is no one to back me up on this, but I passed by a library on the way almost to the point where I was trying to park. It was a small library, and out front was this, like, eight-foot dragon statue, and and, like my head like moved on a swivel as I drove by. <laughs> and then I was like, No, I have to meet them. I have to park, I'm gonna be late. And I I might never find it again. I didn't see it. I have no idea what she's talking about and I wanna find it so bad. We should do that sometime. Okay. <laughs> the next time we need a nonfiction book. Because that's yeah. that's what Book Catapult really excels at is their nonfiction section which I did not appreciate the last time I was there in person because I didn't read anywhere near as much nonfiction as I do these days. They also have a really cute children's nook yes. in the back there. And that, you have nibblings. I, did I not do not have, have nibblings. nibblings. Oh, so. I don't think I got anything for the nibblings at Book Catapult this yeah, time. Yeah, you got them a lot of other stuff. I ended up getting a hard copy of Kaikeyi <laughs> by Vashnavi Patel because it's beautiful. And it's supposed to be amazing. Yay! I'm excited. I have an ebook copy, and then I got an oceans puzzle and a series of tales of the sea for Megan for her birthday. And it was like different stories from different cultures that have to do with sea creatures of the ocean or various. That's whatever. very cool. It was very awesome. Then we have brunch across the street. Yeah. Fortification. More coffee because uh, it's... not the place wasn't called Fortification. It was called no Mateo. Oh, yeah, Mateo. Yep. <laughs> that was the brunch place. And I got to marinate on... I bought way more books than I intended to at Book Catapult. Did, Did you? I tell you that? I mean, oh. I only got three, but, like... What were the three you I've been really careful about, like, how much I'm spending at each <laughs> location. <laughs> and I walked into Book Catapult, and I was like, nonfiction! <laughs> so I got this book called Cultish, The Language of Fanaticism, and it's by a Amanda Montel and it's it's been on my list for a while because it's just so freaking weird also I feel like it's terrifyingly applicable Mm. to our current reality our timeline (laughs) our our current timeline yeah (laughs) no good very bad timeline I found a book with my dad my dad has started bird watching and so I found a book about the smartest raptors and I gave that to him for Father's Day, and it jumped to the top of his TBR pile. Oh. It was very lovely. I succeeded. But yeah. then I also got this book called The Plague Cycles, because... You should have ended with the Raptors. <laughs> I was fascinated. Like, there's this idea. It's not an idea. It's a thing. It's a thing, guys. It's a thing that I only know a little bit about, where there are cycles of the same plague that occur over multiple centuries and sometimes it's twice a century and like the black plague cropped up like eight times over 300 years or whatever and so that i found fascinating particularly in our current timeline um, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't about that it was just like a history of plagues oh which was I'm good yeah I got that. I actually DNF'd that. That was oh. the first DNF I've had in a while because I was just so disappointed that it wasn't about actually plague cycles, right? Do you think you'll revisit it, or do you think you just nope? I think I'm give it to Verbatim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm holding on to it in case anyone else in the house wants to read it, but it's not what I thought it was. it's well, a bummer! Yeah, and you haven't read cultish, yeah, not yet. Okay. I'm going to... My next nonfiction book will probably be How Civil War Start. Oh, right. Yeah. The one that's staring at me mm-hmm. as we speak. I'm going to make it not stare at you is the goal. That's really exciting for me. <laughs> Much more exciting for me than it is for you. After that, we headed inland to downtown to the library shop, which is yes. more swag than Yeah, there's very few actual books for sale. They do have... A shelf of whale swag, and a shelf of cat swag, so I was very happy and wasn't sure what I needed to get. fortune, it. right? I mean, <laughs> uh, I got those whale bookends. Like, hefty. Because I needed them. <laughs> but that is, that did end up being the only thing I ended up getting. I hope so. So, and I do think, like, they were pricey because they were hefty bookends, but... At one point, I had, like, a collection of things. And by the end, I just had that thing. And then I got <laughs> to spin the wheel. So that was the other thing, is if you spent a certain amount at the library shop specifically, you got to spin their extra swag wheel. So I spun their extra swag wheel and got an arc of The Kingdom of Copper by oh. S.A. Chakraborty. Body. I think. There's huh. arc. Okay. There. My bad. Never mind. I think. I feel like we should also clarified. The library shop is connected to San Diego's Central Library location. and it. Oh, yeah. So it is literally the library's shop. Right. Which is why they have so few actual books in there. They don't need to sell books. They That's are the true. library. Yes. <laughs> if you're there, you should be getting books from the library. Mm-hmm. So this is not necessarily a critique. Except that we were there on a Sunday, mm-hmm. so the library was closed, and I could not find The freaking entrance. Oh, yeah. So there was that problem, (laughs) where it was really hard to get in, and then the second problem was that because the library wasn't open, there was also no access to restrooms, which is important. Yes. Especially if you're downtown. So that was a thing. And that was number 10, and then we went down to... Barrio Logan. Barrio Logan. And this is, like... San Diego's newest bookstore, Libellula. Libellula. Which is Spanish for dragonfly, it turns (laughs) out. Very exciting. Yes. It's a really very cute Yeah, it's an adorable place. It's not big. You took French, French. didn't you? I sure did. (laughs) How could you tell? (laughs) So, Libellula. Libellula. In Barrio Logan is one of San Diego's newest bookstores. And it's not big. They had a bunch of stuff out on tables out front. And all their shelving inside on their biggest wall mm-hmm. is really interesting. I bet it's custom. It's like pipes. Yeah. Like plumbing pipes sort of curved all over the place. Yeah, I and forgot about that. It was, it was very interesting. And it seemed a little disorganized, but that was really only at first. Like Once you start looking at like where the titles are and stuff, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's intuitive, but I don't think it was alphabetical. No. <laughs> or, like, if it was alphabetical, I couldn't figure out what exactly the organizational scheme is. Like, similar things were together. Sometimes? Sometimes. <laughs> but I ended up getting a YA fantasy, a book on prison ab- abolishment. Prison abs... No. Abolition. Abolition. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I got a book,
0: a YA fantasy novel. Yes, uh, a book on prison. I've forgotten already. Abolition. Abolition. Oh my god! <laughs> I am heat-drugged in this room. I know it. The- no. <laughs> it's too noisy out. Yeah, I know. Okay, prison abolition. There's no "s" in there. For some reason, my brain was like, "There's." Absolution, right. definitely. Yeah, that's a then, word. Prison Abolition, and then a nonfiction book on, like, helpful herbs and plants, which I figure will be useful if I ever write about witches. Ooh, I don't remember that. I don't remember what it's called. Cool. I ended up getting Realm Breaker by Victoria Aviard because it oh, was yeah. the most portable price I've seen for that book. <laughs> I think no Did you get the, the hardback? Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It was, like, stacked on a cart in a corner, and I was like, I recognize that thickness, yes. <laughs> and pulled it out. And then I also ended up getting a graphic novel adaptation of The Parable of the Sower by Octavia right. Butler. I would like to read that. You should do that for your mysterious galaxy bingo. Maybe. I was trying to wait until I was a little bit stronger, and also <laughs> I was going to actually, like, read the book before reading the graphic novel adaptation it feels like watching the movie before reading the book which i was thinking the graphic novel would be a little easier oh a little to chew yeah Mm, because that's a good point it'll be shorter it's a good point well okay i might do that okay and then we both won and we got our trophies yep and everyone was really like They were so sweet they were really nice they were really excited for us and they were so on the ball with like displays the the display like keeping their like as books were disappearing someone would like some book fairy would show up and stick more books in the gaps and rearrange everything it was very impressive to watch yes and it only happened you only saw it if you stood in one spot for a while So that was book crawl, and then I think we revisited Mysterious Galaxy because we were we done did. early. Yeah, maybe that's the day where we sat, where I sat on your couch and stared into space. Most likely. I mean, I think the first day I it went. It could have been home. both days. Oh, but like the I, the second day when we finished, we went back to your place, and <gasps> I was exhausted. That's right, and we sat on the couch ostensibly and, to read. Yes, but I think we mostly ended up zoning. Yeah, so hard. We made a pretty stack of the books on the coffee table and took a picture of my hall. And I was like, I'll do that when I get home. Yeah. I did not. And then we just kind of curled up and, and zoned. Yeah. I do remember that. Yep. Fully intending to read, but... I don't remember what we did at Mysterious Galaxy for round two. Wandered in circles for a while, Probably. I think. Because I was looking at various books. But you usually don't walk into bookstores unless you're going to buy something. I sure try not to. (laughs) So I'm like, what else could you have gotten? That might have been the day I got Once There Were Wolves. Oh, you think you split them up? I think so. That makes sense. I do have a memory of being like, we were just here. (laughs) I don't need to buy something. Maybe that was how that came up. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, book crawl. <laughs> memories at that point are very disjointed. <laughs> so it was a good weekend though. I really enjoyed it. Me too. And then I got to go through all my new books and stamp them mm. with the stamp you gave me for Christmas. I love that thing so much. I don't stamp until I read, but it is very fun. Nope, I stamp all of them. So bold. Yes, they're mine until you give them back to Urbana <laughs> or. Or sirens, sirens or
1: whatever, yeah. So, so yeah. you
0: started reading any of the books you got? <laughs> Have I started reading any of the books I got? No, 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 no. Well, I read Sealing Thunder and *Gifting Fire before I bought them. Does that, <laughs> does does that I that I'm using my whale box. That's nice. I read Where's the Narwhal? Your little by book. By Ingela Arrhenius. Arrhenius. Um, That's a cool last name. Yeah. I plan to read cat massage therapy <laughs> for the Mysterious <laughs> Galaxy Summer Bingo, which started on the 15th of June. We have a spreadsheet. Yes. We're so ready. Yeah. I've already finished two. I'm using my bookends. I think I finished two, too. Two spots on the Mysterious Galaxy Bingo? Yeah. I haven't for those decided are... which spots yet, right. but no, I, I f- finished two I books have... and they will occupy <laughs> two spots. <laughs> For those who do not remember, last summer, Mysterious <laughs> Galaxy, the bookstore put together a bingo sheet of books to read over the summer. And there's an adult bingo sheet, and there's a kids bingo sheet. You look very ready to. We should it. finish this topic before I freak out about the thing I'm going to freak out okay, about. Okay, but, so yes, <laughs> <laughs> and and so there are 24 spots. The center is a free one, but every spot is like you have to read a book. With a dragon in it, or with a punny title, mm-hmm. or someone with a BIPOC author, or... A yeah. book that's in a genre that's new to you yeah, that's the hard That's one. the hard one. That's the hardest one. And so, we've so both already... Manage two squares! Yay! I'm, I'm very pleased. And everyone who's in San Diego should go to Mr. Galaxy and get a bingo sheet and do it. Because yeah. if you get a row, you get 20% off, and if you do a blackout... 20% out, off of one oh, book. Oh yeah, sorry, one, one book. <laughs> Calm down, it's <laughs> one book. Yeah. And then, if you black out, if you... <laughs> If you do the entire finger sheet <laughs> and don't black out. Without blacking out. You get. <laughs> if you black out, you have to call 911. Yes! <laughs> Very <laughs> important. Call 911 if you lose consciousness. Um, that comes straight off of a hospital website, yep. just for the record. Yep. The only bullet point under when did call 911? Was if you lose consciousness. Very helpful. <laughs> so helpful. Okay. Back to the fun stuff. Uh, right. So if you complete the entire bingo sheet, you get entered into a raffle for $100 to spend at the so series. I, I think so. Was, that's what it was last. That's why we were so excited last year. to I know. And, uh, okay, but this year, I have not even looked at, like, what's part of the raffle winning Because I have decided I am not going to buy any books to fill up my bingo sheet. Oh, yeah. So that's the other twist to this is if you buy books that you use for bingo spaces, you get additional entries into the raffle. For every book you buy. But I think our goal for this particular bingo summer is, especially in the wake of book crawl, is (laughs) to read books we already own and not buy books. Yeah. We're going to try. Nope, nope. We're going to talk about promise books. promise we're not yeah, going to buy maybe. any this summer? Oh, no, no, no no. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no. I'm not for going bingo. to,
0: if I read a book for bingo mm-hmm. that I love enough that I know I want a copy, I will buy it. I'm just going to do what I did last year. Oh, I'm not going to buy sense. books buy, in anticipation buy- of a bingo spot. I forgot you buy books after you've read them. Yes. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a key difference yeah. the that we've learned. <laughs> we the two of us. The thing I was freaking out about, because you said, for those who don't remember, which brings me to... This is our anniversary. Oh my god, you're right. It's our one-year anniversary <laughs> recording. And when this releases, it will be our one-year anniversary of episodes releases. So probably this is about it's one well, year anniversary. Enough overlap. Anyway, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to us. Happy birthday Happy to birthday us. to us. And this I is so exciting. Happy. I forgot about that. oh A gift he heard or some something. lucky winner gets the plague cycle. <laughs> <laughs> some lucky listener.
1: What or should like, they do? like a
0: We could do a Mysterious Galaxy. Yeah, like a $25 thing. Because they could use that online. They sure could. From anywhere in the country. We'll work that out later. Okay. No we can add it in. Okay. There may be some birthday swag headed toward one lucky listener. <laughs> And then, I think the only thing left Family was... Family need not participate. <laughs> well, then we won't have anyone. <laughs> <why. laughs> it Megan. If no one applies for the birthday swag, we get to split the birthday <laughs> swag. Okay. 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 <laughs> So here's hoping that you'll get a chance to participate in a giveaway from your favorite podcast soon. (laughs) This has been another episode of Infinite TBR. You can find us on our Twitter at Infinite TBR. And we are individually on Twitter as at WhatSmackSaid and at Gabalodon, which is like Megalodon, but Gab in the front of it. And you can find all our show notes at InfiniteTBR.com. If you have book recommendations for us or questions you want answered during the podcast, feel free to email us at itbrshelf at gmail.com.